so compelling. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Olivia, by Ian Falconer, published by an Anne Schwartz book, Athenium Books for Young Readers. Olivia is the day in the life of a little pig girl named Olivia. You get to experience her struggles and her passions. Will this pig's life be exciting? Well, I hope we're the same shoe size as Olivia, because we're about to walk a mile in her shoes. The tale starts out introducing Olivia, showing her non-stop way of attacking life. She plays, runs around, and bakes, to name a few activities she enjoys during her day. I would say she's a busy beaver, but she's a pig. Olivia apparently has a little brother named Ian, and like any little brother, he won't leave her alone, and copies everything she does. This is so relatable. I can't wait to see the fun adventure Olivia takes us on. Well, that will have to wait, because the introductions continue, introducing her mom and dad, her dog named Perry, and cat named Edwin. I know I say this all the time, but in what world does a pig own a dog and a cat? All three animals are basically on the same level. Unless, maybe they're being held captive. On with the story. Now we're on to how Olivia gets up in the morning. She brushes her teeth. No way she brushes her teeth in the morning, too. I brush my teeth in the morning. Are we twins? She gets dressed. No way she gets dressed in the morning. So do I. I swear this author is describing me. Oh, wait. She tries on everything? I don't do that. Never mind. Well, now that we got the exposition out of the way... I can't wait to see what the rising action is that this pig has to go through. Bring on the conflict. And the book says, quote, On sunny days, Olivia likes to go to the beach. She feels it's important to come prepared. End quote. Exciting. Who doesn't wish they could be on the beach on sunny days? Well, it really ramps up when you figure out her mom taught her how to build sandcastles. And now she can build the Empire State Building as a sandcastle. Wow, this is riveting. Then the tale blindsides the reader by taking a graphic turn. It shows Olivia sunbathing, and then next thing you know, her bathing suit is off to show her tan lines. And I don't believe my eyes are mistaken. Ian chose to draw a vagina on Olivia. I will say, it's about as tastefully done as it could be. But for those who are squeamish at the idea of seeing a pig's vajayjay, I believe this is pertinent information. Her mother clearly thinks she's had enough sun, so they leave the beach. We have to be reaching the climax. I wonder what it's going to be. Maybe a devastating car crash on their way home. Or is her mother going to get a call from her secret job and take Olivia on assignment? Or crazier, when they get home are they going to catch dad cheating on mom, forever changing their lives? Nope. It turns out, back home, every day Olivia takes a nap. This is turning into a snoozer, and I'm starting to wonder if there will ever be any sort of a story arc here. It's just describing this pig's daily life. After she struggles to nap, the story explains, quote, On rainy days, 
Olivia likes to go to the museum. End quote. She looks at different paintings and comes across a Jackson Pollock painting and says what every person in history has said. Quote, I could do that in about five minutes. End quote. I think everyone agrees there's no talent in those paintings, and if you shell out money for one, you're a sucker. Olivia goes home and does exactly what she said, and paints right on the wall. Honestly, her painting looks better. She obviously gets a timeout for this, though. Then her day starts to wind down, and her routine is pretty typical. She takes a bath, has dinner, and buys herself time by having her mom read her books before bed. Smart girl. Now instead of someone reading to me, which I wish I had, I watch TV. It's not quite the same. And this thrilling story comes to an end with Olivia and her mom telling each other they love one another, and Olivia falls asleep. Man, talk about rising action. I'm out of breath. That's how exciting this was. What's the lesson to be learned here? I would say it's don't pick up a book if you don't have any idea about the storyline. I guess if you wanted, it's a stretch. But you could say the author was trying to let a day-in-the-life story allow readers to relate and self-reflect on what they could do better. Ian's text was dull and listless. It was a story about nothing. So you could say it was a Seinfeld episode gone wrong. With that being said, I do know this is a series, so maybe he was laying the groundwork so he could get to the more exciting stories in the next volumes. Now on to the good stuff. This novel was all about Ian's illustrations. They did just about everything. They varied in size and perspective. While they were mainly black and white, he used red to accent certain items he wanted to add emphasis to, like the movie Schindler's List. He also included plenty of hidden gems to relate to. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 2.9. I'll have a taste, push it around, and go back for several more bites, but I'll still be hungry. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.